everyone, Joe here for the Modern Heathen Man. I want to welcome you all to my show today. Um, I think today we're going to talk about tattoos. Um, I know a lot of us as heathens have different tattoos, but I just want to talk a little bit about tattoos, what they mean to me, how were my tattoos, and um, whether or not my tattoos are out for other people to see or if they're just a way for me to see, so on and so forth. Talk about some of my friends' tattoos, talk about some of the tattoos I've seen over the last few years and um, different stuff like that. So uh, come join me as we talk about tattoos today, and I look forward to um, talking to you about that. So grab yourself a warm, grab yourself a mug, grab yourself some mead, grab yourself some cider, some soda, some water, whatever you like to grab. Sit back, relax, and join me as I talk about modern heathenry and the constructs of modern heathenry today. I uh, look forward to this. When I come back, I'll do a prayer, and we'll continue from there. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Hey guys, this is Joe at Modern Heathen Man. How are you all today? Hoping you're having a good and uh, great day. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this YouTube channel that I found called Midgard Musings. It's by a man named Jesse and it is incredible. He has new videos uploaded on the channel every Sunday night and he has a live Facebook stream every Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Midgard Musings' goal is to help build heathen communities around the world with educational content and laid-back fun manner. He values the historical aspect of this path and uses it to help us grow and develop as heathens in modern times. So if you've been a heathen for a while or just brand new to it, definitely check it out. It's something worthwhile. If you'd like to support Midgard Musings by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash Midgard Musings, following on Facebook and purchasing merchandise from the Teespring and Redbubble stores. Redbubble, say that three times. All of which can be found on the YouTube channel video description. Midgard Musing also offers handmade driftwood rune sets for sale, and the purchase of these items help support the channel. Just to touch base on that a little bit, I actually own one of those rune sets. They are incredibly nice, good feel, wonderful stuff, good power within them. I'm telling you, worthwhile checking out. So please head on over to Midgard Musings, like and subscribe to the channel, and follow on Facebook and on YouTube at facebook.com slash midgardmusings and youtube.com slash midgardmusings. M-I-D-G-A-R-D-M-U-S-I-N-G-S. We'll find you that Midgard Musings. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Welcome back to the Modern Heathen Man. Um, the prayer for today is gods and goddesses, Aesir and Vanir. Thank you for the blessings you have given me. Thank you for the for being with me. I ask you to continue to bless me and be by my side. I ask you to help me to face the decrees of the Norns with courage, honor, and frith. And I ask you to help me do the best that I can for my faith, ancestors, family, and kindred this day, every day, and always. Grant me wisdom, honor, strength, and frith to continue to bring honor to you and to my ancestors. Hail the gods. So 
let's talk a little bit about tattoos. I know there's quite a few different tattoos. There's quite a few different styles. Um, my first tattoo I ever had um, was a cheesy cross done by a guy, I think, in a... I want to say his living room, actually, in the town that I lived in, um, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, back when I was probably <laughs> 17 years old. I did it on my right arm, and it was uh, really cheesy. I'll be honest with you. It wasn't that great of a tattoo. Later, when I became a fireman, I had that uh, covered up with a biohazard symbol and fire, had some work done on it. It's a really nice cover-up. The tattoo came out really nice. Where for quite a few years as a young man, now as an older man, it's beginning to fade and become more of what we know tattoos become. Um, later, when I had my son, um, I had a tattoo of his name and my older son's name put on my left arm um, just for them and beautiful Celtic work. It's nice. And then just recently, I had a Thor's hammer put over my left um, breast, so or chest area, whatever you call it. All of my tattoos, though, are under my clothing. Like, nobody sees them. Um, that being said, I'll explain a little bit about that. Is You know, I believe that tattoos are for us and that they're meaningful to us. I don't believe we should ever put anything on our body that doesn't mean something to us or hold specific truths or representations of specific things to us that we hold dear, near, and close to ourselves. So my original cross was there, and I really didn't like it, and I got it you know, just as a stupid little thing because he was doing tattoos at a, a party, and I just wanted to fit in. So I'm like, yeah, I do a cross there. Yeah, everybody gets a cross, yeah. So I thought it was cool. But anyway, later on as I became a fireman, um, the biohazard symbol was a symbol I saw all the time. It represented to me something to um, tie myself to that lifestyle. Um, it was always around me. It was always available. It was always in my sight, always visible to me, always something that I saw constantly. So put it on my arm and I added fire to it because fire was the thing as a firefighter that, you know, we, we dealt with consistently in a consistent nature. Um that tattoo lasted me quite a few years. Nothing else ever really spoke to me um, as a person um, with a tattoo. I've always looked at them and admired them, and I still enjoy looking at people having tattoo on them. I look at it as an art, and I look at it as an opportunity to look into them as a person, to you know admire the things that they show off um, to other people. You know, and always question. Um, not, not necessarily question it, but, you know, ask them about it and it opens them up. And some things are too hard for people to talk to. Some things are very, you know, verbal about the things that are on their body and represent them and their lifestyles and their lifestyle choices and things of that nature. Um, one of the coolest tattoos I ever saw was that a friend of mine who had a rainbow puzzle piece. Now, we all know the puzzle piece is for autism and the rainbow is for a gay or LGBTQ, um, whatever else there is. I'm sorry, I don't know all the letters anymore. There, there's getting to be quite a few letters. Not there's anything wrong with that. I just don't want to say it incorrectly and offend anyone. I'm not trying to do that. Um, so the LGBTQ, um, T, whatever, um, community, 
I really wish I knew. I'm sorry. Um, but that community is represented by that rainbow flag. So he had a friend who was that or one of those and had autism on top of it. So he wanted to honor his friend by, you know, getting this tattoo for them. And it was a really nice tattoo. I really, I thought it was well thought out. I thought it was really nice of him to do that, to honor his friend that way. Um, and then there's some other stuff. Like I had a friend of mine who just had a date on his arm and, you know, I asked him about it and it was for his daughter that was killed. And it was really hard for him to talk about. So we didn't talk about it very much. And, you know, it was just really nice that he honored her memory just by the, that date, because to him, that date was burned into his mind. He needed to burn it under his body or place it there that it wouldn't come off and he'd never forget it. Um, and he wanted others to know and see that date and, you know, to know that that date was meaningful to him, not as a good meaning, but as a bad meaning. And he'll never forget her because of that. Um, I thought about things like that, but I'm really particular about names that I put on my body. Um, I won't put, you know, a woman's name on my body. Or, you know, I might put mom um, because she, she'll always be my mom, no matter what, or my dad, or my dad. But my kids, I, I want their names on my body. I want everybody to know that they're my children, no matter what they do. I want people to know that I love them so much that I'd be able to um, put them on my body as a piece of artwork to say that this is my son or this is my sibling and I'm proud of them enough no matter what they do to put their their name on my body um and then there's other things I, I have a really good friend that's a tattoo artist and um he runs a really big tattoo place uh, and I, I could get a tattoo for free I mean I, I don't ever have to pay for a tattoo I have quite a few different outlets to go for tattoos my brother does tattoos um very close friends of mine do tattoos um, this other friend of mine does tattoos. I have enough acquaintances that do tattoos that I can just have them whenever I want. And I have people that beg me to tattoo my back. If you know me, my back is huge and they want to tattoo that back and um, take pictures of it and do like huge artwork on it and stuff. And I'm not at a shortage for that. Let's just say that, but I'm really particular about the ones that go on my body. Recently, I've been looking at putting, um, a Vegvisir, a Thor's hammer, and maybe uh, some crows or some other stuff onto my body um, to represent my path in Asatru and heathenry, not because it's cool or not because it's expected, but because I really feel like this is my path. I really feel like this is where I belong. I feel at home here. I feel comfortable here. I feel the gods talking to me literally on a daily basis. And I really love this path. And, I equate it to, you know, to my Christian friends a lot of times as, you know, well, what is God's name? What, what, what is his real name? What if the constructs of different religions are this there so that we understand how things work in a godly way? I mean, what if I'm worshiping the same God you are just to me he has a different name because it comes from a different time? I'm not saying that that's true, making everything Christianity. Don't get me wrong when I say that. I don't mean it that way. I don't mean that, you know, this is Christianity because we were there before Christianity, but maybe Christianity is us. And if that offends you, I'm sorry. I don't mean it that way. But I'm saying, what if it doesn't matter if it's Christianity, heathenry, Wiccan, or Hinduism, Shintoism, Buddhism, or Muslim, or Jewish? What if it doesn't matter? What if it's just a God, period? who wants us to worship him and he doesn't care what we call him. 
I mean, that's just the bottom line, you know. So, but to me, this is my path, and this is a real path, and this is what means the most to me. Um, so, I wanted to honor that, and I wanted to um, portray that to people. And I think the best way to do that is to, you know, outshow it. Now, I don't have any visible tattoos, and one of the reasons I don't have any visible tattoos is I've always worked in the public. So when we come back, I'll discuss why I don't have any visible tattoos and why I don't want them to be visible. And it's not that I hide them. But I'll explain it in a moment. I'll talk to you in a few seconds. Thanks, guys. Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. How are you guys tonight? I hope I'm meeting you well. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys, while I'm out traveling, it's not always feasible to carry my whole big altar box with me. So sometimes I like a little something in my pocket. And I found a great place to get that from. That's Odin's Beard Woodworking. Great little place out there. It makes small little pocket altars for you with candles and um, gods and everything in them, little sayings and such wonderful work that this man does cars everything by hand he has a couple things going on here he has little pocket altars that i'm talking about for 25 dollars he has small d poles of five to six inches for 40 dollars seven to eight inches for 45 9 to 10 for 50 and 11 to 12 for 60. he has 26 different deities to choose from and more coming every day your choices right now are odin thor Tyr, loki freyr Balder, Braggy, Hamdal, Njord, Fenrir, Ullr, Vidar, Hermod, Hel, Freya, Ostri, Skadi, Sif, Er, Frigg, Var, Thrud, Idun, Sigun, Ran, and Njord. That's a lot of different gods to choose from. So he can meet anybody's needs. Tell him what you want. You can go ahead and find him at www.odin's beardwoodworking.com he also has a facebook page and i know he does some stuff live every once in a while that you can actually watch and carve those things anyway give him a good uh, look see there and see if he has something that you can use i guarantee his little pocket ultras will come in handy for you so anyway thanks guys have a great night bye bye Okay, everyone, I am back. Thank you for joining me. Those promos that you're hearing are promos for heathen businesses. Um, each one of those is a personal friend now. I dealt with them business-wise and personally, and they all are truly honorable people. Um, if you get a chance to visit them and something you need, go ahead and visit them. All right, so let's talk about my tattoos on the open. A lot of heathens have their tattoos way on the open where everybody can see them. Um, I've had jobs in my life, though, that are jobs at, like, customer service firms, um, you know, definitely shirt and tie and, you know, business dress. And I'm a pretty big guy. I always wear short sleeve shirts, um, even when I am wearing a suit jacket and stuff. So wearing tattoos on the open for me was never a uh, big thing because most of the places I worked for, 
would frown upon that. Not that I'm saying that it's bad or anything else or those people or whatever, but a lot of places don't want to see outward tattoos of you wearing them. Like I worked for a bank, I worked for, you know, a pharmaceutical company, I worked for a couple big casinos in the country. And at those places, you couldn't have any showing tattoos or piercings other than ears, which were allowed. So both my ears are pierced as well. Um, so with that said, I've never, I've never worn tattoos out in the open. So it's just not something I was um, comfortable doing or was able to do because of the work that I had. Um, I don't do those jobs any longer. And I've been considering um, getting a tattoo on my forearms, um, a few things, maybe get a, a crow in each arm or a raven in each arm for Hugin and Munin. I don't know yet. Um, I'm not sure how I want it to look. I'm really choosy because it's going to be there for a while. I'm going to see it. So I want some nice work done. I was thinking about getting a couple of um, not work dragons on there, maybe um, around my wrist, a few things, the back of my hand, a few things, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But with all that said, that's one of the reasons I don't wear my tattoos out in the open. Not there's anything wrong with people wearing this in the open. As I said before, I really do enjoy seeing people's tattoos. I, I am delight in looking at their artwork and I delight in seeing um, the representation of them in their lives through their tattoos. And it means a lot to me. It means, you know, when, when people wear themselves out like that, you know, you always hear that phrase, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Well, people wear their lives and their bodies and, we never really look at it. We never really delve into it. We're just like, oh, that's nice. And it's this and it's that. But in reality, it is them. This is the most, I don't know how to say this, but it's the most expressive part of them without them saying a word is their tattoos. Um, and as heathens, we have a few tattoos to choose from, you know, to represent the gods. We, we do symbols. We do um, runes. We do... Um, not work. We do um, the Vegvasir and a few other things. Um, they're they're all pretty much the same. And then we have a few people that do some artwork with like the crows and the gods and some other stuff that'll put them on there. Of course, the hammer. We all know the hammer's on there. Um, I have a hammer on my chest, but we can all make our hammer unique. And as a matter of fact, I was talking to a friend today who has almost the same hammer that I do. And I was joking with her saying, oh, we have matching hammers. And what she wants to do is she wants to go ahead and add a symbol for Freya on her um, hammer. And that's cool because what it does, that turns that hammer that she has, which is kind of like mine, into something totally different. And it opens it up to her. It also venerates the God in the sense that you're willing to sacrifice a portion of your body to represent them. You know, you're, you're truly venerating them. And every time anybody sees that, they'll ask the question as to what it is or what it represents. And if you tell them, you then also venerate the God at that point. So we have a couple different um, choices to do. Like I was thinking for my outward tattoo, I was about doing a bracelet type thing with protection runes within it on either wrist. That would be really cool. I am a Gothi, so maybe like a Gothi staff up my my forearms on either side or the daily um, things for specific days in my body somewhere. Um, you know, I have the four or five places that I can put tattoos to represent each of the days of the week. Speaking of which, today is Logger Dogger, by the way, which stands for wash day or laundry day for the um, Norse. So 
wash up, guys. It's the weekly wash time. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, we have those things going on where I can do those type of tattoos. I can do the symbols. I can do the the um, Norns. I'd like to have something done on my back, maybe. I, I really would like an old Viking ship on my back going through some foggy water with the sails up and all the shields on the side. I think it'd look really cool. But those are pipe dreams, I'm telling you, because I don't know if I could sit that long for that big of a tattoo. But needless to say... Tattoos are something that are an inward and an outward expression of us. And when we do that, we open up the door to people asking us questions about what they are and where we got the idea from. Um, you know, the tattoo, as I told you guys before, I saw the guy at the gas station the one day with a beautiful Thor's hammer tattoo on his calf. And, I, you know, we began discussing Norse paganism. But to him, he didn't understand it because to him, he thought that was just a symbol of the god Thor from the Marvel comics. And, you know, he was kind of weirded out when I told him that it's an actual religion and that there's a path that people follow called the Satru, which really is something with that hammer. And, you know, I didn't mean to do that in all honesty, but in the same token, I kind of did because if people are going to use our symbols for whatever, they need to understand what they are. So, but it was a nice tattoo. And then it got us talking about tattoos and, you know, we hit it off kind of as just people passing, um, talking about tattoos. That was really nice. And I enjoyed that. Um, today, um, another gentleman and I were talking about um, something else and it gave me the opportunity to talk about what we do as heathens in modern heathenry and Asatru, how it differs from what people think of us. And it really opened up a door and I started having my lunch with another guy at a gas station talking about modern heathenry and what people, you know, perceive us as being and what we actually are and, you know, how our services work and how our rituals work. And people are like, oh, that's it. And we're like, yeah, that's it. It's just a fun time, right? And they're like, yeah. And they, they enjoy it because they didn't think it was that at all. They thought it was something totally different than what it actually was. But I was thinking about doing maybe a bloat or something, a small bloat or a hail, Odin, hail, Thor thing on one of my shoulders. I have a lot of thoughts and stuff as to different tattoos I want. And that's the other part of getting a tattoo is the thought process that goes into it. The idea of what you want done and the search for it and even drawing it up yourself. Like uh, my wife, she has a pacemaker and defibrillator in. And uh, she wanted to honor autism, her pacemaker, and the things that are wrong um, with us as people in general, like our illnesses and stuff like that. So um, her heart was broken, literally, and she needed to have a pacemaker defibrillator put in. And then she had her son um, at the same time she was pregnant with him. But her other son has autism and, you know, other stuff. So what we wanted to do was make a little heart that represented all those things that went on. But she wanted it done in the sense of like Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas because she really likes that movie. So I took to drawing her. She, she gave me a basic idea of what she wanted. And I redrew her artwork as a heart that was kind of sewn together in three different pieces with different symbols in it to represent each of the pieces. But those things that were sewn together look like puzzle pieces with different designs inside of them that represent each one. So we had the autism, we had the broken heart, we had the, the shocking pacemaker, electric symbol, and stuff like that. 
Um, we had the broken heart there that was put back together. And then we had, uh, you know, representation of the baby and a few other patterns that she liked to make it look like Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. She loved it and the tattoo artist did it. So my wife wears a piece of my art that means something to her, which means something to me, which means something to her. So um, together we came up with that piece of artwork. And that's what I'm talking about with tattoos. I mean, it means so much when we look at that tattoo together, my wife and I, it means so much to both of us, not only to her because it has all the pieces that she wanted in it, but to me because it's my design, my drawing on her body and my interpretation of what her problems were and how to put them together to build this piece of artwork. You know, and the love that I took and the care and compassion I took to create this thing to represent my children and my wife, you know, all the flaws they have, but I still love them enough because it's a heart and it shows how I'm trying to put it back together, how I'm trying to build something out of all those problems and building something beautiful out of it, which is our family. I mean, that, that tattoo means a lot to me and it means a lot to my wife. And one day I'm hoping it'll mean a lot to our children to see it on her. Um, it's kind of hidden away on her shoulder when she wears her clothing. But when she's, you know, wearing short sleeves or something, they can see it very well. So um, it's something that's really nice. It's something that's really cool and, you know, means a lot. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the meanings of tattoos and how they um, affect our lives and affect the different things that go on with us. So I look forward to talking to you. Give me a few moments before I get some to drink. Go take a rest, go to the restroom, do whatever you need to do, and we'll be right back. Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. I was looking for some new stuff for my beard, and I was looking around, and I wanted something my wife would like as well. I was looking for a good product that didn't leave my beard feeling greasy, that nourished it and kept it moist, and had a good scent to it as well. Um, so in discussing with my wife, we tried a few different things, and I found this wonderful heathen place called Beast Curiosities. Now, they don't just offer beard oil. They have quite a few different products available through them. Um, you definitely want to go ahead and check them out at BeastCuriosities.com. But I specifically tried the beard oil. Um, I tried Hell's Respite. I tried Tears Loyalty. And I tried, give me one second, Yords Wilderness. All of these were really great beard oils. They all had wonderful scents that lasted a long time and would stay with me throughout the whole day. They nourished my beard and kept it good. And they also made it that it felt nice and was good to smell. And other people around me liked it quite a bit. So when you actually get in their oils, they tried really hard to produce an oil that does what it says it's going to do while nourishing your beard as well. They tried a few products so they got the great one together and they call it their magical beard oil i will tell you it is magical it smells great even after going to the pool with my wife for about three hours my beard still smelled great and felt great so with that said i'm going to tell you to go ahead and check them out again they're not only beard oil but beast curiosity is a place you want to go beastcuriosities.com you can also email him and check out his products at beast at beastcuriosities.com. They have a Twitter account at BS Curiosities, and you can also find them on Facebook at facebook.com 
slash beast curiosities. You definitely want to go out and get some of this if you have a beard. It is a wonderful product, something great to use. My wife and her friends all love this product quite a bit. So go ahead and get it if you get a chance, guys. It's a wonderful product. Thank you, guys, and have a great day. Hey everyone, I am back and thank you for joining me once again. So I want to talk about my friend Jackie a little bit. Um, I know I talk about her quite a bit. and um, She's a really good friend of mine. And I, I'm really um, happy and glad to have Jackie and Austin in my life. They, they're really good people and they really um, are good friends in all honesty. But Jackie, she is a walking billboard for herself. And by that I mean this. Um, she has quite a few tattoos. I don't know what she said the count was. Um, but she has quite a few tattoos, and they all represent little pieces and parts of her life that she wants to remember. That, to me, is really cool. You know, as I talked about before, about people opening up and you getting to see the true them. When I look at Jackie, I can't help but see a tattoo um, in any number of places. And as a matter of fact, today we're talking about um, working on her tattoo and changing a piece up and things like that. And I'm just looking for something for like putting God's name in there. And I said, oh, you know, all the different gods of symbols as well. You can look up symbols. And she was really happy that I told her that because she was able to find the symbol for Freya that she liked. Um, but with that said, I, I really do enjoy looking at Jackie's tattoos in the sense that I feel like, I don't want to say this and sound crazy, but it's almost a, a comic book strip or an art gallery of her life. Um, more, let's say more of an art gallery, more than a comic strip, because I don't want to say it that way and sound like I'm a jerk. Um, not the funny comics, but like serious comics, you know, um, so the things that have happened in her life. And like one of the things she has, is she has like the insane clown posse, little guy with the hatchet running. And, um, she named some of her tattoos and they have different pieces on them and they all mean a lot to her. And if I ask her about them, she's more than open to tell me about them. And it, it may just be the really good friends or whatever, but she really is more than open to tell me but what each of those tattoos mean. And I really enjoy um, some of them because, you know, they bring back some memories of old times for my fells, um, as well, like some of the different symbols that she has on there of different like bands and stuff like that, that I know of and um, what the symbols actually mean and things like that. So I really enjoy that. And like my wife is opening up to more tattoos. She just recently got a bee put on her knee for the bee's knees, but it's a really cool bee. It's really nice. And she has an owl for Freya on the back of her neck, right behind her ear. Um, so she's getting a few more tattoos and she really wants a lot more tattoos. Um, but just like me, she's decisive because we know they're going to be there for a while. And we want them to match us. We want them to be something that means something to us. So in my search for tattoos, I'm always looking for unique stuff and things that really stand out to me and really say um, things to me. Um, and not just that, that I can look at and without a shadow of a doubt, know what it means, you know. So I don't have to question what my flaming um, biohazard symbol is because I know it was a big part of my life. I don't have to question what my kids' symbols are. And not that questioning is bad, but I meant to myself. So, like, you know, if I put a picture of a, um, let me think of something. Give me a second. Something that you may not know. Give me one moment. Let me think for a few seconds here. Um, so it means to me it's big. Um, 
Hmm. Okay. So if I put an outhouse in my arm, most people would be like, oh, he has an outhouse on his arm. But when I was in college, me and my friend uh, Jim Watson used to go out and um, do some stuff together. And while we were out in the woods, we found an old cabin. And in that old cabin was outside an outhouse. And we took a series of funny pictures at this outhouse. And it was one of the highlights of my college time uh, with my friends there. And the idea, every time I see an outhouse, I think of that moment and how that affected my life at that point and how happy that it made me and how content I was in those moments. So that being said, let's discuss how we choose our tattoos that we're going to wear. I think, you know, we can get any of the run-of-the-mill um, Satru or heathen tattoos that we want, but I think we should also delve into the idea that we need to make these specific to us. I've seen a lot of people get tattoos for heathenry, and a lot of people get different ones. A lot of people get the same ones. I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but um, I guess maybe 100 people, maybe more, have the same Thor's hammer that I do but they don't have it in the same place. They don't have it in the same uh, way or whatever. Don't have the same colors in it, color scheme in it, whatever. Whatever you want to talk about, just make it unique to you or make it mean something to you, period. Um, if it's the same old, same old force hammer that a billion people have, but you're able to gain a difference from it by your placement or something else. And again, this is all self-interpretive. I'm not saying in general, I'm just saying self-interpretively, if you're able to gain something from it, go for it, man. Um, right now, I think I'm speaking to the person that's torn between whether or not they want to get a tattoo or not. The thing is that you have to understand is that tattoo is going to be there forever. And if it is there forever and you don't want to go through the pain of removing it later, you want to definitely make sure it means something to you and that the meaning is deep. I mean, even I'm going to say this and don't misunderstand when I say it. Even if I would become a Christian tomorrow, the most devout Christian ever, I would keep my Thor's hammer on my chest because I want to remember what I was and how I got to where I'm going. If that's where I'm supposed to be and that's what I'm supposed to do and that's what fate has in store for me, that's what I want to do. I want to remember where I was and where I got to, no matter what. My tattoos would become a roadmap of my life, and that's what they need to be. Um, that's what I look at when I see Jackie. I see a roadmap of her life and the things that she's gone through on her body, visible for me to see. Not necessarily like she's saying to everybody, oh, look what I did. No, it's herself as well. She, to me, is a beautiful work of art. And in that work of art is somebody's true feelings. You know, we look at a Van Gogh or we look at a De Gaulle or we look at a, you know, painting from anybody and we say, oh, look, I can tell what the artist is feeling here because of the way they did this or look, this is what we're looking at. And even professional people look at these paintings, try to tell us what was going on in the artist's mind when they were creating this. But if we look at a person with tattoos, and if they've done the work like we're talking about of making those tattoos personal to them, they are literally telling us everything that's going on in their life, literally telling us right in front of us that we can look at them and see what type of a person they are. And I'll be honest with you, I feel more comfortable about around 100 people with tattoos than I do around 10,000 businessmen. I know that sounds crazy, or even one businessman. I don't feel as comfortable as I do around 100 people with tattoos. 
I just think that people with tattoos are more open, they're more accepting, and they're more real than the people that don't have them. I don't understand why tattoos are such a um, frowned upon thing today. I mean, I know in the Bible where it says that we're not supposed to adorn ourselves with this or adorn ourselves with that or adorn ourselves with this. But even some of the Jewish sects have tattoos. I mean, I don't understand where, you know, this came from. I know some of that comes from the World War II attitude of the tattoo and the, the concentration camps. And that was a very sad time for everybody and stuff like that. And we don't mimic that in any way, shape, or form. And we don't similitude to that. We don't honor that. We don't give that credence in any way, shape, or form when we're getting tattoos. When we're talking about tattoos, we're talking about something totally different than that. Um, so that's the farthest from the truth that I could ever believe that tattoos represent because that's just wrong. And that's not what tattoos are about, nor is it about what tattoos should be about. So with that said on a lighter note now, <laughs> um, yeah, so we want to go ahead and we want to find our tattoos. We want to find those things that represent us and bring us to a place where um, we can honor our gods, honor our ancestors, honor those around us, and even honor ourselves with our tattoos. Um, this artwork that we choose to put on our body should bring honor, should bring depth, should bring meaning, and should bring understanding to not only ourselves, to our psyches, to our souls, to those around us, and to our ancestors and our gods. So when choosing our tattoos and heathenry, um, do your homework. I'm going to say that, not just to sound like a jerk, but do your homework, do your homework, do your homework, and really choose the tattoo based on what you want it to mean and how it's supposed to be for you. So with that said, I want to thank you guys for joining me. The small talk about tattoos. If you have anything to add to it, be my guest. Go ahead and email me at modernheathenman at gmail.com, modernheathenman on Facebook, or modernheathenman twitter and i'll be more than happy to share your things with everybody i want to thank you all for joining me today and talk about tattoos i think tomorrow i might talk about heathen music or i may talk about nudity in um rituals um or you know i should say not just nudity and rituals the difference between wiccan and asatru and heathenry and go from there i mean that's a really big topic and it may take a few to do um but we'll go from there so i want to thank you all for taking the time to join me and tell you all to have a great day thank you so much mm -hmm.